welcome to Radio Arizona RV. This is Eric Stark. Today we're going to be talking about the RV industry and how the manufacturers are letting the consumers down by lowering the quality of the RV manufacturing process and producing RVs, whether it's motorhomes and travel trailers that are substandard in so many ways. Now, I want to remind you as well to check us out on the internet at RadioArizonaRV.com. And of course, we have our other websites, ArizonaRVPartsCenter.com, SunProManufacturing.net, HotBoatRopes.net. We have EricStark.net as well if you need a website or some sort of digital services. We do a lot here. So we take advantage of it. We do good things at good prices and we take care of our customers. So now back to the RV industry, we're not going to, or I'm not going to just hammer on the, the industry as a whole. It's select It's the manufacturers of RVs. And today you have just a couple of manufacturers that are producing 70 or 80% of all the RVs that you see on the road that are being sold at dealerships. So that's a big number to have under just two or three roofs. So you have just a few independent ones, independent manufacturers that are producing RVs on their own at smaller scales, lower volumes. But those are the ones that actually are producing better quality RVs in many cases, not every case, but many cases because they're smaller customer service is still easier for them to do. It's still important for them to do. They need to make a profit, but they also know how to produce a quality product and have something that leaves the assembly line that doesn't have a hundred problems or 200 problems on it. And that's the thing manufacturers today. Well, not even today, this has been going on for years, but it's just getting worse when actually things should get, be getting better. This industry should be dialed in when a motorhome leaves the factory, it shouldn't have 50 or 150 or 200 problems. It shouldn't have 50 problems. It shouldn't have 25 problems. It's like they rolled off the assembly line and it's not going to get checked out and it's not going to go back to the factory for anything that needs to be fixed. Just get it off to the dealership. And I've seen it. I've been on dealerships. You go into, let's say the bathroom of a motorhome and the tubs cracked and they say, Oh, we'll fix that under warranty. So it has to be sold before they'll actually fix the RV. So that means you buy a new RV and they're going to take the bathroom apart to put in a new tub because it has a crack in it. So does that sound appealing like a nice process? Cause you know, that bathroom is not going to get put back together the same as it was at the factory. And I don't mean that in a positive way. I mean, it's going to be worse. And from the factory, it probably wasn't that great. And if the paneling doesn't match, if they can't get all the right stuff, then it just gets worse and worse. So that's the, the things you face as a consumer when you're buying an RV. Now, if you buy a used RV, all bets are off. You get what you get. But when you're buying a new RV, as the consumer, you need to hold strong. Put your foot down. Don't buy an RV that you already see has problems. Make sure that you buy an RV that is problem-free to the degree you can. Be very careful. Look at every nook and cranny. They will pass, try to pass by just about anything to get it off the lot. Let it come back under warranty. And manufacturers today, they do not use high quality products. Well, they haven't been using high quality products for years, but it's, it's, 
they should be today. There's much better products out there, much better quality, higher quality that can be used for flooring, for paneling, for roofs, for chassis. The list goes on. And every manufacturer has its strengths and weaknesses. Some might do very well with the chassis they select. They'll get a high-quality chassis. They'll make sure that the manufacturer, whether it's Freightliner or Workhorse, whoever it is, has a nice-quality chassis. They might ask, ask for upgrades on it because they see some weak links. And they say, hey, this thing needs a heavier suspension because we know our, our once we put the motorhome on here or the house, it's not going to be enough. And not only does the suspension change, the axles change, and the tires change. They're going to do it right. But not all of them do that, especially trailer manufacturers. When they put a trailer together, those things are generally, they're over their weight limit when they leave the dealer or leave the factory. Or by the time you put a few of your things in there, it's over the weight limit. And the leaf springs are, you know, not up to par. The tires are usually junk on travel trailers. So you have to watch all this stuff. It's quite a challenge as an RVer to buy a new RV. You have to be very careful. You have to do some research. And quite often, like um, Lipper Components, they bought up so many different businesses that when you, as a manufacturer, they can't just buy one Lippert item. They have to buy the whole package from them. Everything that Lippert sells that could be used on that motorhome, they have to buy. Maybe it's the slide outs, maybe it's the leveling jacks, maybe it's the frame. It could be a lot of different things. And so they might make one or two good items, but the rest of the stuff might not be near the quality that you really want or that you need or that you think you're paying for. So there's a lot of things that go on behind the scenes that you don't even realize. So that's where that homework comes in, making sure of what you're getting. Whatever brand it is, do your research. Try to find other owners of that brand. Go on the internet, look at forums for whatever that brand is in the model. See what kind of problems people are having. The internet is filled with it and it's a good tool to find the problem. And sometimes you'll find more problems than you will good things because people seem to complain, complain more than they compliment. But so take it with a grain of salt, but be very careful in what you do. And now I'm not getting into real specific stuff here because an RV just has so many systems, so many different things on it to really sit there and break it down would just be very time consuming. And, you know, I try to keep these episodes short and sweet. So you're not sitting here for, you know, a half an hour, an hour waiting to get to the point. I think you can see that I get right to it. And that's what's nice getting right to the point. So back to it, as I get off the point, um, you know, really be careful and look at the RV, whether it's a travel trailer, a toy hauler, whether it's a, an expensive high end motorhome or trailer or a low end. You still, as a consumer, should be very careful in what you do. Now, I bought a Forest River toy hauler, and this is years ago. And as we've got to on our, we go on our vacation, as we get to our, our destination, go inside the trailer, and the bed in the front of the trailer is laying on the ground. <laughs> so you tell me what kind of quality went into that trailer when they built it. I'll guarantee you, not much. The paneling is breaking just in the middle of the walls in certain spots. It's like it was just hit super hard with something. So it has its problems, you know, it, it's, and it was a toy hauler. So it's not like a high end RV, but still you don't expect these things. You don't expect a bed to fall off the walls. 
And Forest River, you know, they didn't care. I called about several different things. They're like, whatever, you know, take it back to the dealer and maybe they'll do something. And the dealer was out of business. You know, they finally went out of business. You know, so there's, there's, there's things with the high end, the low end, but you know, also it's, it's not just the, you know, the manufacturer of the RV, you have components that are put on it or accessories or appliances, like maybe the refrigerator, the air conditioner. When you buy an RV, the air conditioner is warranted by the company that makes the air conditioner, not the manufacturer of the RV. So that can actually be warranted by just about anybody that does warranty for, let's say, Dometic or Atwood or Coleman. If it's a Norcold refrigerator, then a Norcold warranty center could work on it. It doesn't have to be the same dealership where you got the RV from. It might be convenient to go back to them. You have a relationship. So keep that in mind. And those warranties are outside of the manufacturer's warranty on the motorhome or the trailer itself. But those items also have problems. And you have to use them. You know, if you buy a trailer, you, know, you might let it sit. You're not really using it. But, you know, you should run the air conditioner. You should run the refrigerator. You should do this monthly. You know, it doesn't take a lot to run an air conditioner. Maybe leave it on for, you know, 24 hours, 48 hours. And the reason why I say this is sometimes you buy an RV and maybe something happens. You can't use it for several months. Then you go to use it and the, the appliance doesn't work. Or you don't use it a lot during the two years or three years, whatever the warranty is, and then it fails just outside of the warranty period. And they're not going to warranty it. So you have to use this stuff. Even though RV is just sitting in your driveway or in storage, it might be a hassle. You might have to have a generator, but you should run the appliances. Make sure they're working and get some hours on them. You're not going to wear it out. Don't worry about that. What you want to do is get time on the appliances to make sure they're not going to fail just outside of the warranty period. You want it to fail inside the warranty period. And some of these things just from sitting doesn't really help them. Air conditioners are meant to be used. You know, you should run an air conditioner. You know, refrigerators should be turned on. It doesn't take much to do that. And you're, you're using that appliance, putting it to work. And it's going to actually extend the life of it in most cases. But these are things to think about. Even your tires on a trailer, that trailer should be driven. When tire, tires sit, the life is ticking on. It doesn't matter what the tread looks like. The tires are going bad, even if it's just sitting in your driveway. They're rotting away on the inside. And uh, when a blowout happens, it's not the tire that's the big expense. It's all the damage that it causes. And even the inconvenience and possibly an accident. So there's other things around it. A $300 tire, $200 tire isn't a big deal, but it's everything else that surrounds it. Same on a motorhome. These things aren't made to sit. They're made to be used. And it's a catch-22 because you use your RV, you start wearing it out because they're not built that great to begin with. Or you're afraid to use it because of all the electronics that come on them now. You don't want it to break because you're probably not going to be able to get that electronic part replaced down the road. You know, certain TVs, certain radios, they're made for that motorhome or that trailer. You're not going to be able to replace them later on. It becomes into a big frustration or microwaves. These are all the little hidden problems that you face with an RV. And these are the things you have to think about when you're purchasing it. If you're buying a motorhome that's filled with electronics, you know, everything's electronic now. It has apps. It has remotes. Are you going to be able to find a dealership that's going to be able to fix those problems as they arise? And there will be problems. 
even in the automotive industry, and it's, and it's light years ahead of the RV industry, they still have problems getting cars fixed sometimes. A new model comes out, and they're not sure what it is, and it takes time. You might be without your car for three or four months. Well, the same thing with an RV, except it can be worse. You might not be able to find anybody that can fix it. Or they, they want to throw parts at it. It needs one of these. Oh, we're wrong. It needs one of those. Well, it needed that anyways, but you still need this. It takes experience, it takes equipment, and it takes the want to fix some of the stuff that goes wrong with RVs today. They're changing. And I guarantee you that you're not going to go to a dealership who's going to be equipped to work on even the, all the RVs that they sell. There's going to be models on their lot that they don't have the equipment to repair them. Guaranteed. Now, if they don't work on chassis, that's fine. That's a different animal, you know, so you go to Freightliner, whoever, but on the motorhome part of it, if it's, um, whatever the brand is, it's Fleetwood, I'll guarantee you, they're not gonna be able to fix every system on that Fleetwood motorhome, or at least some on their lots, because they're not going to have the tools. They're not going to have technicians with the experience. And if I'm wrong, well, someone can correct me, but I don't think I am. So these are the things you have to discuss when you're buying an RV and you can talk to a service department but they're just going to be an extension of the sales department. They're going to tell you what you want to hear. So you're going to have to do research and that's where talking to owners of the RVs. I'm probably really belaboring this. And I think it's because of frustrations that I hear people have just talking to someone the other day has a newer trailer. It's still under warranty and it has the correct track on it and the rear tires, you know, it's tandem axle. The rear tires are almost bald. And the thing has less than 12,000 miles on it. And the customer's just like, whatever, I'm tired of the going back. I'm tired of taking this thing back to the dealership and I don't blame them. And I suggested, well, why don't you go someplace else that can fix it? Find someone that specializes in, you know, correct track alignments. You know, it's a system that's made by Lippert components. In my previous uh, podcast, I talked about Lippert components and the quality correct track is a great item, but now that it's being mass produced by a giant who doesn't have a reputation for high quality, well, things slip. And now maybe in this case, it was just it left the factory out of adjustment, out of alignment. But the tires are junk. And the, and he's not going to get new tires for free. He's going to have to pay for tires. He's going to have to go someplace and pay to get it, it fixed with his own dime if he wants it done right and done on a convenient and timely fashion. These are the things people face every day. Talk to your neighbors when you're camping. See what problems they've had. Talk to people with different brands. Now, like Tiffin is a brand that I hear a lot of good about. A lot of good things about Tiffin. Now, they still have warranty problems, but I've heard that they take care of it a lot better. Now, that's just what I've heard. And that's a small sampling of how many people have actually owned them. So you get out into the field and talk to a 1,000 people who own them. It might be different than the sample I've talked to. So it's, it's not, I'm not telling you to buy a Tiffin motorhome. I'm telling you that there are some good brands out there and you have to do your homework and you know, you might have to spend a little more money to get that brand that has a better reputation. And even in the RV, when you're looking at stuff, if it looks cheap, if the cabinets look cheap, if the flooring looks cheap, that cheap is just going to wear out before you know it. If the carpet looks cheap, Recarpeting or reflooring an RV is a hassle. It'll never look right unless you pay someone to really do it right, a professional, a craftsman, to do it properly. Otherwise, it's going to look like you took out the old flooring and put something new in. 
and they don't use high quality stuff. A lot of these manufacturers use junk. Now, if it has laminate flooring, at least it's laminate and it's easier to deal with. It doesn't wear out as quickly, although it still does wear out. It scratches and so forth. You know, the cheaper stuff scratches right up. But, you know, just take your time. Look at the RV. Remember, you don't have to buy it that day. Don't let the salesman push you into it. If it takes you two or three trips to the dealership to look at that one RV, do that. Pick at it. You know, we buy houses a lot quicker than we buy an RV, but a house, you know, we're more familiar with. We might have inspectors come in. Which RVs, they do have inspectors, but it's very expensive. It's a lot more than what it costs to have a house inspected. But we can walk in a house and fall in love with it and miss 25 different things that are, that are going to be problems after we buy it. And that's why we have inspectors. But sometimes we still miss things. I didn't even see that. But an RV now is a lot different. Because generally when things break on an RV or they're done cheaply or poorly, they're much harder to repair down the road. You know, buying a home and realizing the front door has a major problem with it and you're going to have to replace it or the garage door, that's easy. Those are normal repairs that can be done generally without even changing the looks of the door itself. You know, you don't have to replace an entire garage door, an entire entry door, slider. Things can be done where it goes back and it looks like it was built that way. RVs aren't the same way. Major repairs on RV, when they're done wrong, they look like they are done wrong. Years ago, we used to do tons of roofing with a company I worked with. And we had trailers and motorhome roofs apart all the time. And we put them back together properly. When it was done, it looked better than new. But it takes time and it takes money. And you have to have technicians that know what they're doing and are willing to spend the time and not rush it and try to cheat and and skip corners and do this and do that. They have to be on the ball. So you have to be watching them or the shop manager has to be watching them. And when it's done, a roof can't leak. Just like a new RV. You buy a new RV and you got a roof that leaks, you got a problem. A new RV, the roof should never leak. So things like that. And you know, a leak in the roof, you're not going to know until it rains or you wash it, right? Because the dealership isn't certainly going to run it through the car wash for you to see if the roof leaks. So get on the roof. See what it takes to really buy an RV. Two or three days, four days, a week at the dealership looking at that same RV. That's what I would do, especially if it was a, a higher end one. And I tell the salesman, you're going to work for your money on this one, buddy. I'm not just going to come down here and say, I like that one. And you're going to talk me into it. And I, one other thing, when you buy an RV out of state or out of your area, you know, if you live in Southern California and you drive to Vegas to get a motorhome there because you got a good deal on it, or maybe you drive to Phoenix or you drive to Northern California, you saved, you know, several thousand dollars. Just remember when you get that motorhome home back to your garage and just to drive home, you're going to find several things that are wrong with it. Then you're going to take it out camping once or twice, a, you know, trial run to see what things are wrong with it. And then when you go to the dealership to have warranty work done, the dealership where you didn't purchase it because it's it's in your neighborhood. Don't be surprised if they don't take care of you. You didn't they didn't sell you the RV, so the profit there's no profit in the sale for them, and warranty work is a plague for dealerships. They don't want warranty work. 
The manufacturers are slow in paying. They don't pay them what they should. And sometimes they don't pay them at all. Or the dealership might go out of business, just like Monaco or the manufacturer might go out of business. So you had all these Monaco dealerships that had all these warranty claims in. Monaco closes their doors. These dealerships lost thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars in warranty work that they've already done. They paid for out of their pocket. So keep that in mind. Dealerships do not like doing warranty work unless you bought the RV from them. But even then, they still don't like doing warranty work because it doesn't pay like regular work. So beware. Warranty work is another plague as well. And when someone says, the salesman says, or the guy at finance department, oh, don't worry, that's covered under warranty, start worrying. Because warranty doesn't mean a thing. In some cases, you might be better off just taking it someplace else and paying to have it fixed, depending on what it is and what the cost is. It might just be easier to deal with it that way. Even with cars sometimes, you know, the dealership might not have a good reputation. You just soon go pay someone else to do it, to get it fixed and just be done with it. Well, motorhomes and trailers, RVs, definitely. So I hope I haven't scared you from buying an RV because that's not my intent. What I'm trying to do is help you to see there can be problems, problems that you're not going to be told about the dealership. You're probably not going to read about it in certain magazines, certain publications. They're not going to highlight the deficiencies of an industry, but I have no problem doing that. And I'm not the only one that, that feels this way. There's plenty of other people. There's, there's many, many people out there who write blogs, have websites that feel the same way. There's many problems. Some go into greater depth on specific parts of it, but overall be cautious, you know, and, and buy an RV. By all means, the RVing lifestyle is great. You know, it's a wonderful form of recreation, form of travel, a second home. It's a way of life. So don't let that scare you away. You know, the problems you might face in buying one, it's just buy the right RV. And of course, you will always have problems. Some will come to the surface sooner. Some will come to the surface later. But that's just part of the experience. It would be the same with buying boats. They have their problems as well. So you're, so don't give up hope here. Don't say, I'm never going to buy a new RV. Just be cautious. You're the consumer. You have the right to buy the RV that you want, the one that has the, the best quality, the best reputation, the one that has a warranty that actually means something, where the dealerships truly care, where the employees are trained, you are the consumer. You're entitled to those things. So if you can't find that with the brands you're looking at, then don't shop that brand. Or if the brand is good, but you hear horror stories about the dealership, be cautious. Shop another dealership that's nearby if you can. There's, you know, nearby could be 50 miles, 75 miles, because sometimes that's just what you have to do for repairs or even warranty work. Be willing to go that extra mile because that's what you're going to have to do if it's a used one then just use common sense look for all the obvious problems but a new ones just because it new is new doesn't mean it's going to be problem free so i want to thank you for listening to this episode episode number 27 this is about the rv industry and the manufacturing side of it where the quality lacks and hopefully 
it will change for the better. Sometimes when there's enough people speaking up, changes do happen. So again, I want to thank you. This is Eric Stark with Radio Arizona RV. And of course, going to be another episode, more episodes to come. So check back. Remember, we're also available on the Apple iTunes store. You can download the app. We have our website, RadioArizonaRV.com, where you can go and not only check out the podcast, but other things. We have, you know, things to see there, more of my blatherings or whatever. Get out. This is Eric Stark thanking you again for listening to Radio Arizona RV.